I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for being here again this week. Uh, I wanted to start off this week uh, with a thank you uh, for all the really nice, nice notes that um, that people sent my way based on the last couple of podcasts. Um, uh, and and in fact, a lot of people were really appreciative. We had some fantastic conversations just on what they're going with and 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 challenged with. And uh, it's funny how. When someone talks about a challenge that they have or something that they have dealt with uh, and you're able to communicate it in a certain way, there are always other people who have dealt with the exact same thing. And that's, that's, uh, it, it's a little cathartic. It's nice to, um, it's nice to, to realize that, that uh, you're not alone when you're dealing with something. Um, and uh, I, I got some phone calls from people and we chatted and we were trading just, you know, well, I did this, and you said, "Oh, I did that for a little while, and then I did this," and um, so it was nice. So, thank you. I'm glad that that the 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 drinking one and the dark place one both seem to have struck a good chord with people, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm that means a lot to me. So, I'm glad it was helpful for for some of you this week. Uh, in that vein, um, based on some of the conversations I had, and and there was a theme coming out from from a lot of these individuals that I've spoken with is how I like to, to tackle and think about challenges uh, from just a holistic 10,000-foot uh, view. Um, there are ways to think about what you can control. And a lot of people like to just tell you, you know, they just end it with, oh, well, focus on what you can control and, and that'll be great. And I think that's hollow. I mean, it's important. It's fine. Yes, it's good. Um, but, but there's a lot of depth to something like that. Uh, when we talk about Viktor Frankl talking about the crazy stuff that he went through in Man's Search for Meaning, saying that, you know, I can only respond to my circumstances, uh, there's a lot of depth behind that. And it's a little bit of, um, I'm not going to say disingenuous to just say, you know, oh, control your circumstances, because I feel like a lot of people took that from Viktor Frankl, but without the the gravity behind it. And, um, so controlling your circumstances, you're not controlling circumstances, how you respond to circumstances is important. It's, it's one of the ways that I like to think about it, but it has to go further than just that blanket statement. Uh, and if you want to read, uh, a man's for search for meaning, uh, I highly recommend it, obviously. Um, I mean, what he went through is bananas and his perspective and everything is, is, um, just, it's, it's incredible. Um, one of the most important books, I would say, of the, the 20th century. So, uh, and it, it, it impacts a lot of the way that I think about things. So, um, yes, Viktor Frankl was right. All we can do is contro control how we respond to circumstances. But his circumstances were very different than what we're dealing with. So I want to make sure that we can give that that credit to him. Um, so so that's when I think about how I deal with challenges, and, and I, I say this oftentimes to clients, no matter what they're working through from, from a work perspective, a business perspective, um, 
there are, there are two ways to think about it, problems and circumstances. And oftentimes, uh, we are trying to solve circumstances, and we can't do that. We can't fix a, um, a, a circumstance. So put simply, uh, I'll, I'll break these out for you. One, uh, a problem is something that you can fix. It's the easiest way to put it. It's it, it's something that you can fix, that you can change immediately. A circumstance is something that you have to respond to. Okay, you cannot fix a circumstance. Um, so I, I want to start with problems. Problem is something you can fix, and it's something that you should fix. Okay, and, and so there are two aspects to that. When we talk about a problem, we want to make sure that it's your problem. And I, I did an episode um, on how to help people. And, and this is, this was, you know, all of this stuff talks to each other. We've got these problems that we have to deal with, but then we see other people's problems. We try to fix their problems. Don't do that. Okay. Uh, we try to fix other problems. It's not our business to fix other people's problems. And when you, you stop saying it's not my business to fix other people's problems, it's actually pretty cathartic. It's nice to just say, I don't have to worry about that. And, and when I think about breaking down problems versus circumstances, a lot of this is about catharsis, is about finding that just kind of peace that you need where everything is just so overwhelming that we need to focus our attention on where it should be, where it should be focused. So if you want more on the how to solve a problem and how to uh, help other people without you know, solving their problems and being too much, there's an episode on that. I'll link to it in the, in the commentary on, on how to help people. It was probably back in January, February, um, early 40s for the, the podcast episode numbers, if you wanted to look for that. Um, so fixing a problem. If my pipe bursts, I fix the pipe. Okay, that's it. Like, that's a problem I need to fix. My house will get ruined. There's a whole bunch of stuff. But if your pipe bursts and you live above me in an apartment, that's not my problem, but it's a circumstance I have to respond to. And so that's kind of a difference uh, between the two. Circumstances are out of our control. I can't control your pipe. Okay. Um, a great example kind of separating out circumstances versus versus podcasts I, I, from, from problems. I think I heard it on a podcast. I don't know where I heard it. I wish I could remember, but the guy gave an example where he said, um, if you want to be a musician, and this is a great example of, of circumstances. If you want to be a, a musician, you're probably not going to make a lot of money. Musicians don't make a lot of money. As a general rule, they just don't make a lot of money. That's fine. Okay, that's a fact. It's a fact. There's, you're not going to change that. You're not going to change that circumstance. Some people may get plucked out, um, but for the most part, you're just not going to be making that much money. So you have a choice. You can either become a musician and have a standard of living so you can afford it, or you can get a job that pays for a higher standard of living and do music on the side. And those are your choices. And you have choices to make going forward. Both of them work. Okay. It doesn't matter which one you choose. You have to choose the right one for you, which is why we can't solve other people's circumstances or problems. It's what's important to you. And, and most of the time, most of the time, 99% of the time, we're dealing with circumstances. Okay. If you're listening to this in the United States, uh, there's a pretty good chance, you know, you're going to think you have problems, you have circumstances. You don't really have that many. I mean, growing in the U.S. is a pretty pretty good card to pull, um, which is pretty nice. Uh, but most of the time and most of the things we get frustrated with 
are the circumstances in which we are operating. And uh, and that comes down to, you know, we're not happy because of expectations. We're not happy because, you know, unwritten contracts are being rewritten. Um, and, and what we had expected to have maybe does not align with what, you know, we, we're actually getting to be. That's not a problem. That's a circumstance. Okay. Things have changed. And, and so the most obvious circumstance I can think about now, obviously, is, is the corona stuff. And, and, you know, as we sit in isolation and everything else, uh, coronavirus is not a problem. It's a problem for some people to figure it out, but it's not our problem. It's a circumstance we have to deal with. Sitting in isolation and quarantine is our response to a, a situation, a circumstance. That's what we're doing. Okay. So, so in certain aspects, yes, coronavirus is a problem. It's a problem for scientists to figure out how we can respond and get everything back to normal and blah, 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 blah. Um, but for you and me, for most of us, it's not, I mean, it's not my problem. Okay. I can't, I can't, I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to figure it out. My circumstance is to do, uh, my circumstance response is to make the appropriate response that I can, which is stay indoors with my family, make sure my daughter's safe, my wife is safe, and I'm safe, and, and try not to spread this. I mean, that's what I can control, my ability to not try and spread something that we don't really have a cure for yet. And uh, it's going to change. I, I feel like coronavirus is going to change the way we think about everything. And here's what I mean by that. Um, so I have choices now. Okay. Uh, we're stuck at home. My wife works full time. I have my own business. We have a three-year-old. Uh, how a single parent handles this, I have no idea, but I'm going to talk about our particular situation. Um, we have choices. Okay. I mean, that's, that's it. It's, we have to respond to this. So I can either put my daughter in front of a television all day and the two of us work. Um, I can uh, just let her run rampant, give her a bunch of markers and say, paint the wall and I'll be back in four hours, right? That's not really an appropriate response. I can lock her in a room like some twisted New York Rapunzel and, and see what happens. Or we can flex and I have a conversation with my wife and say, all right, well, I'm a morning person. So how about I get up at three o'clock in the morning and go until eight o'clock in the morning and then you go on your calls and we, we tag team it every day. That's a more appropriate response. We're fortunate, extremely fortunate that we have the ability to flex. It's five o'clock in the morning right now when I'm recording this. Um, but that's the time that I need to get my work done so that I could focus on my daughter and make sure that, you know, we can get whatever she needs. Um, I mean, she's, she's two and a half. She's three. Uh, three in two months. Um, and so that's the response that we have to make. And so when, when, I mean, we're fortunate to have that flex. Don't get me wrong. Uh, a lot of people don't have that, that type of flex. But a lot of people also haven't tried to do their flex yet. And when you think about, I mean, me flexing three to eight, it's, it, it sounds simple. It's not, okay? Because I'm not getting a lot of things done. And so when we think about how we have to flex in response to something, oftentimes we have to recognize that we're going to have to give some things up. Uh, there is a lot of work for my business that's, that's not getting done. There is, uh, you know, I train for triathlons. My triathlon season's over. I'm not, I'm not working out. I don't have time. I mean, I'm doing what I can. I'm doing like little mini things, right? Going for my walks, going for a quick run, doing, doing whatever. But I'm not doing like training, training. Um, and that's, and look, that's, that's okay, right? I mean, let's take, let's have some perspective, big picture, everything else. But we can respond in an appropriate way to whatever it is that, that, that's, 
dealt with us. So I'm not going to pretend to have the answers for you, um, especially the single parents uh, who are struggling with a lot of things. Um, the single parents I know are, are tough as nails, uh, and it's amazing how they can just kind of uh, fight their way through these things. Um, and so I don't, I don't want it to be, you know, that, but it's, it's, this is a circumstance to, to deal with. So, um, I also want to make a point on this is, is positive psychology. A lot of people will talk about, oh, you know, you know, the problem versus circumstance thing comes out of positive psychology a little bit. Um, or it's been, it's been, I, I would say adopted by positive psychology on focus on the things you can control and everything will be fine. Keep a positive mindset and everything will be fine. Um, we're all in this together. Let's do it. And that's just, that's really a bunch of bullshit. Um, I can't stand positive psychology. Uh, well, it's so. Let me let me clarify that. Positive psychology has its benefits and its value, and and there actually is a lot of research that shows positive mindset will help you make better choices. So when you keep it within its little uh, its little bucket, uh, positive psychology can provide you good value. Okay, it's very it's very important. It's not going to change your world. It's not going to change your life. It's going to help you make better choices. That's the benefit of it. Uh, hoping. Um, that you're not going to have cancer anymore isn't going to cure cancer. Hoping and keeping a positive mindset that your problem is going to go away generally isn't going to do that. Um, it will not change your situation, but it does help you make better choices. So just thinking positively uh, has its benefit. Um, but when we talk about uh, focusing on what you can do, uh, it does change the way you think about things. Uh, it does change the happiness factor. It does change uh, a lot of, you know, it, it changes your stress response. It changes everything. When you, you, when you understand that you're only focusing on things that you can control and it actually it, it, it opens up a little, a little gap and gives you parameters for, for accountability, um, that's a big, big I, it was an eye opener for me. You know, I didn't need to spend time with the people that I was just doing. I didn't, uh, need to, uh, go do this. I didn't need to do that just because I was doing things and I got into these habits. Um, I, I didn't need to do that. I started to question that. And, and when we question what we can control and how we can make good choices and focusing on that, all of a sudden your life begins to change. Um, you know, when, when you're trying to fix a circumstance, when you're trying to put a problem solution to a circumstance, you're, you're trying to fix something you can't win. And that's where a lot of frustration comes from. And that's where our anger comes from. Um, I can't change someone else's political view, so I don't care. Okay? And that's some the way other people think and the way that other people operate, I don't care. And it's and, and people look at me like I'm crazy. Like, really? You don't care? I don't care. Like, don't hurt anybody else. That's it. I don't care what you think. And that's, you know, I can't control what you think. And I don't want to control what you think. And when when you're able to get to this point to say this is important and this is not, it's, screw it, man. Everything else is just kind of, it, it doesn't matter. This was like an epiphany for me uh, 10 years ago where I just kind of, it, a light went off, a switch. And say, I don't, I, you know, when I say I don't give a shit, I don't give a shit, right? I give a shit about the things that are important to me. And that's when I think about the, the decisions that we're, we're making now. And how we're going to change decisions. Coronavirus is going to make us really, I hope anyway, as we sit inside, think about the things that are important to us. What do we value? What do we want to co-opt and readopt as, as the economy comes back to normal? Okay, we are accountable for the decisions we make. You know, if we want to talk about the decision, the, the, the word accountability 
And we want to, to take, you know, the saying is we're a reflection of how we spend our time. We're a reflection of the choices we make today. Our future is a reflection of, of the choices we make today. We can sit at Corona time uh, eating bags of Cheetos and scrolling through Facebook all day. Okay. And sometimes you just need to do that. I understand. It's like, look, we need to check out. I get it. Um, but if you do it every day, everyone's going to know. And they're going to treat you like a person who sits and eats bags of Cheetos and, and goes through Facebook all day. Um, all you can control is, is your choice. I'm not saying you have to accomplish anything. I'm not saying you have to completely learn a new skill set. But what we should be doing at this time is thinking about what's important to us and what do we value. We are accountable for the choices that we make. That's it. That's our accountability begins and ends at the choices we make. When we talk about work, you know, you don't yell at someone for making a bad choice. You understand their thought process behind it. That's it. And then you hold them accountable for the choice they made. And it's either an educational uh, uh, opportunity or it's something else. But here's what's important is what's important to you. And that will influence your decisions. That will influence your choices. That will influence the way that you you operate. And when you focus on what you're accountable for, your choices, what you value, what's important to you, this isn't like some consumer type of everything will be back to normal. But you're focused on what you need. You're focused on what you're capable of. And you're focused on what you're able to do. And it will reflect that. And you will attract the people around you who have similar ideals and similar interests. And that's important. Okay, we want to be surrounded by people who are like us. We want to be surrounded by people who are going to challenge us and help us improve. A fun question to ask yourself is, are you where you want to be today or where you thought you were going to be at 30, 40, 50, 60? A lot of people aren't. And this is a good time to reflect and say, not necessarily why, Okay, I mean, the the best time to make any change was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. But what is important to you? We have choices everywhere. Everywhere we have choices. You have a choice of what type of toothpaste to use. You have a choice on whether or not to go onto a Skype networking call and meet someone new. You have a choice to reach out to, to an old boss and see if they're doing well, and it may turn into a new job. Sunday, the other day, I, I finally chose to take a day off work. It was my first day off um, and I don't know how long because I needed a break between taking care of a three-year-old, working in the morning and everything else. I did a le- my first ever Lego set. I spent the day with my wife and my daughter and it was exactly what I needed. I slept like a rock that night and now I'm back to work and everything's good. I needed a break. It was a good choice to make. So that's your project for the week. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about is problems versus circumstances. We have choices, okay? You can fix a problem. You're not getting a lot of problems. You're not getting a lot of problems. You're getting circumstances to which you can respond. So you can't fix that. You can't fix your circumstance. You can respond and you can make choices. And that's it. And you are accountable for the choices you make. Everything else that flies by you is bullshit. That's it. Um, some of the choices are difficult. Okay. And it's, I mean, I know I'm making it sound like so black and white and, and simple um, because it is simple. It's not easy. It's simple. All right. And you're going to have a lot of difficult choices. You're going to have to give up a lot of things in order to get whatever it is that you want. One of the ways to, to think about it, and I like this question, is, you know, if you want 
fame, if you want success, if you want money, what are you willing to give up? We like to think that we can have everything at once. And everything is packaged for us. Our news is packaged for us. Our uh, food is packaged for us. And these nice little things. You can get whole meals cooked, delivered to your house within 20 minutes. Right? And these nice little boxes. And if you feel like being adventurous to cook, they'll give you just the raw ingredients with instructions on how to do it. Everything is packaged for us. Okay? You're, it's, everything is a product for you. This one's not. This one you're going to have to unbox and do on your own. Okay, we're not packaging anything here. Uh, everything, we are going to have to give up something to get something else. That's the way that life works. Uh, you want success? You're going to have to sacrifice something else. Maybe it's family time. And that's okay if it is. That's your decision. And that's what's important to you. And for some people, that's fine. Great. Okay. I want to sacrifice family time for success. That's what I'm going to get. People have different ideals. I can't judge that. So have fun thinking about that. Are you where you want to be at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, wherever you are? And if the answer is no, for whatever reason, that is a full day's worth, week's worth, month's worth of stuff to think about why and what decisions you can make today that will start to change that. It's never too late. It's never too late to make a change. And, uh, and that's it. If you want someone to hold you accountable, come on to bellwetherhub.com. I will match you with someone because I'm good like that. Uh, I am big on getting people to where they want to be. So uh, come. I know we're not doing events right now. I wish we could. Uh, I may start setting up some online ones. Um, maybe I'll just have my daughter sing you guys songs or something. Who knows? But uh, bellwetherhub.com has a lot of stuff. If you're looking to learn something, I've got great guests on this podcast who have given tremendous advice on how to either uh, uh, get yourself disciplined to detaching yourself from your digital stuff uh, to uh, starting a business. Uh, there are great guests. How to learn. I mean, there are all kinds of great guests, great information. Uh, go on bellwetherhub.com and that's where I hope to see you and sign up for my once a month email updates. And I look forward to seeing everybody soon, I hope. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.